As a mom or dad, you already know all the fun and not so fun times that we get to go through. You already get that you need flexibility. And sometimes with all the best of intentions, things just do not go according to plan. But what about those moments when you just need a little pick-me-up? My neighbor, quickly turned friend, joins me in today's discussion on parenting three kiddos, one of which is a special needs. What she goes through on a daily is inspiring and uplifting. So kick back and enjoy listening in on our conversation where we have a lot of laughs and is sure to resonate with you. Hey there, I'm Trish Rapp, a woman's life coach and owner of Simplify With You, and you're listening to my podcast, Real Life, the show that's all about my obsession, living life with no regret. Together, we can do hard things, so let's navigate the messy, find our identity, and feel more confident while keeping it simple. Think of this as a chit-chat with your gal pal. Are you ready? It's time to show up for your own life, and I'm here to help. Hello. Good morning. Happy November. Thank God it's November. <laughs> I'm so excited that you are on the show. And let's give like the audience a little bit of who we are and how, not who we are, but like how we met. Oh, yeah. A little flavor of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not the full scope though. Oh yeah, maybe dial it back. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you guys moved into the neighborhood. We did in 2020. Yeah, COVID. Yes. We purchased our home, Um, I think like six weeks before COVID hit. And then we moved in and like, I don't know, three months later, the derecho ran through. So it was, 2020 was a year. I mean, like for everybody, but really it was a year. Yeah. And you, and you stayed, you're still here. We, I, I always say I'm leaving either in a body bag or a straight jacket, whichever comes first. <laughs> you're a permanent. I love it. I love it. Yes. Well, and I think something that really, um, bound us together quickly was not only our kids and parenting, yes. but being able to laugh through a lot of the shit that we get living as parents. <laughs> And also we both have a child that is epileptic. Correct. Did I say that right? Epilepsy, yeah. epileptic. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that really kind of, Ooh, we get each other. Mm-hmm. However, I say it's a seizure day and you're like, ding, ding. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. However, yours is, I'm going to say a lot more extreme than what we ever went through. Which I'm glad for, always. Well, you're super sweet. (laughs) But okay, so tell us a little bit about you before we get into deep here, (laughs) because we can Uh, can talk forever. (laughs) Always. Um, So I I feel like I should say I'm a 40-year-old mom because- I like it. And I got an awesome t-shirt. Now, if you know anything about me, it's that I love my fun t-shirts. And here's why that's important because 
when my daughter developed her epilepsy, so she was neurotypical and then developed epilepsy. Um, I left my like normal life behind, right? Like I didn't get to work anymore. And so, um, slowly I began accepting the fact that yoga pants and t-shirts were going to be my life. And in which case let's make them fun. So I have fun t-shirts and one of my favorites is more fun than two 20 year olds, which my husband has always joked about trading me in for, and then whatever my age is, any variety of female. So <clears throat> and usually my response is try it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right ahead. Also, you're keeping the kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of kids, how many kiddos do you have? Three, or as I usually like to say too many, um, I have a 14 year old, she's the one with epilepsy, a teenager. So that's always an adventure. Um, a seven-year-old son who, as we've discussed, is homesick today, which has added a whole other dimension to life. Uh-huh. And then a four-year-old tornado whirlwind daughter, who's a joy and also a what are we thinking moment, like every day. <laughs> Three and a dog. Are we counting dogs as children? It's totally. Yeah. It's work. Yes. Which, uh, Sophia is like your dog's like long lost sister. If you lined up the three of them, they're so similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which again is, and they're not the same breed or anything, but (laughs) they, again, another parallel that we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) great. (laughs) So three kids, three kids, always crazy. Yes. Like you, like you always crazy. Well, and I think that, like you mentioned, you know, your son is sick right now and we had planned to be meeting in person and doing this whole episode. It's just an example of you can plan to the best that you can and something's going to happen Yep. and plan B or plan C, you know, there's a whole alphabet there. So we make it work. We're flexible. So we're flexible. We were like, let's do this. <laughs> so yesterday was Halloween. <laughs> yep, it was. And you are the first person who I've met <laughs> in my 40-ish years <laughs> who was like, I hate Halloween. Halloween sucks. Halloween sucks. Yes. Tell the, tell us more. Oh my God. It's it's the <laughs> you walk around your neighborhood asking for candy in a costume your kid is either unable to showcase because they're in winter gear Mm -hmm. unable to showcase because they're in mid meltdown and whatever hat accessory etc etc is broken lost trampled or not right out of batteries who knows (laughs) who knows Tell me the lie. Okay. Yesterday was an exception that we did not freeze our buns off, but otherwise, like how, if you had to give a percentage, how many Halloweens do you think were actually like weather enjoyable in Iowa? Oh, less than 10%. Right. And yet, (laughs) and yet, oh Lord. Yeah. So you, your kids go around and they bring home these buckets. Also the clanging of the buckets. You came over yesterday and you could hear the clanging of the plastic pumpkin buckets 
And if you haven't heard that sound in a while, <laughs> I, I feel like you should clang a couple buckets and then tell me you love yourself some Halloween. <laughs> <sighs> it's like a month of clanging the buckets and we fill the buckets and we dump the buckets and we chase with the buckets and then the buckets clang and then we fill the buckets again and repeat. And, and, then, and you get all this candy then. And then what? Right. And then like, and then, and then you spend the, all of November yelling at your husband, stop eating all the candy. <laughs> and you fight through every meal with, if you don't finish that, then you're not getting a piece of candy. Like it's, you just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a cycle. So it's I like- love your transparency. <laughs> <laughs> that is greatness. So other kid holidays. You're totally okay with. Totally. Like Christmas is still magic. I mean, God, I've got a four, I better talk quietly because you know, sick kid, but I think my 14 year old will, we will do Santa for all time. Mm-hmm. I, I will get to live that magic yeah. with her forever, mm-hmm. which is a blessing and a curse in and of itself. But you know, there's still like that magic. I don't, I'll let you know when the magic goes away. If I decide I hate Christmas and all of a sudden, I don't think I will though, because it's just a fun time of year. It is. Agreed. And so, Christmas is okay to have snow on. Halloween? No. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. There's no outdoor activity that requires trooping through the neighborhood ringing doorbells. <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. What if we had Halloween in the summer? Would that be different? Um, or would it be too hot? Like, you know, there's still buckets involved because if the buckets are still involved, I'm still looking at a month of, this is what I think you need to do. You need to trash those buckets <laughs> buy bags. <laughs> buckets went bye-bye. Buckets, buckets are no longer here. They've left the building. Yeah. Yeah. That would be okay. That would be okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> plan. plan. Okay. So the reason that I wanted to have you on the podcast is because I am so inspired by you when it comes to parenting, what you have done over the years, what you do day in and day out, you do it with a laugh, with a joke, but it is hard work. It's hard for everybody. It is hard for everybody. However, there's people that are listening right now that could use a little boost saying like, Hey, if Tiffany can do it, hell yes, I can do this. I'm serious. Cause I feel like I get that a lot myself yeah. just from you. Oh. And that's why I wanted to share you with the listeners of, so tell us a little bit more about the kids and your situation, your story. What have you gone through? Um, so I, I mentioned like that Kylie, when Kylie got sick, that's my oldest. Um, I had a, I had just been promoted. I was doing home mortgages, um, for a very large bank and I'd gotten my own branch. Like I was going to get my own, like to be the person in one of the the branch locations, like my own real office. I wasn't going to be in a cubicle anymore, like with a door. So fancy. In a world of cubicles, I feel like that that's the measurement anymore, right? Yeah. And I went and I did all my training. I got to stay in Minneapolis and like do all of these things and network with more people, really grown up stuff. And then uh, literally the, the world fell apart when she started having seizures. And her epilepsy type is, is a pretty catastrophic one. 
requires constant supervision. She's um, very delayed. So she's 14, probably has a maturity level of a five or a six-year-old maybe um, in some aspects. So it's really fun because we get hormonal teenager with like crabby kindergarten behavior, like, but in a teenage body, it's magic. It's, it's <clears throat> like yesterday, tantrum on Halloween is pretty typical. So uh, yes, so the world fell apart and in, in multiple ways. And I gotta tell you that that's when you, first of all, you, you um, lean on your family, like, and you find your village and your tribe and, and, and then, and then you just keep pushing each moment, really like with epilepsy, it's every moment, you know, but parenthood, you know, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes a day, you just keep moving forward one foot in front of the other. And if it's taught me anything, it's that remaining flexible is the most critical part, probably, um, <laughs> in terms of parenthood, which we touched on, <laughs> but, um, yeah, we even like it yeah. to a bigger extent, the flexibility, it's not just, okay, I have a sick child. It's bigger than that. Bigger than, yeah. Like, uh, we could, we, I mean, just to keep building on that Halloween theme, like we could have the best laid plans for Halloween and contingency plans. And it still may end up that, um, she's going to bed at six 30, fully medicated and you know, nothing nothing we can do will get her out the door to be able to trick or treat. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. it's just the reality that it is. So, um, I think when COVID hit and Corey, my husband and I talked about this quite a bit was, um, we were already living in that type of world where it was isolated, where your plans could change because of a health concern in an instant, you know, like we had already been doing those life pivots, like all of what COVID was is really what our life is every day. I guess that's the best way to like show people what it really is like in, in, in the world of, of, you know, special needs parenting is like, we have, we are so isolated. I don't know. I mean, we don't do date nights. We don't do like none of that stuff. We rarely go out to eat dinner. We are drive up grocery getters from the second that that was offered. And yes. <laughs> we were doing that before all y'all were. <laughs> <laughs> there is way more pickup slots before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I will say that I feel like COVID gave moms like kind of a leg up, you know, you could, you can order groceries. Now you can do all these things via so many different things. It's taken away some of the social aspects of mom life, but that comes with, you know, good with the bad on anything. So yeah. How old was Kylie when this started, when she started having the seizures? She was almost four. So just three years old. So yeah. Yeah. We were at the zoo she and I, we were on a mommy, mommy Kylie day and she dropped while we were waiting in line for the train. So, yeah. So Crazy. totally unexpected. Absolutely. Yep. Neurotypical up until that moment, met all of our milestones, did all of her, you know, walking, talking, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I truly am like a, you never know 
when your life can change. And I think anyone that doesn't recognize that is on a fool's errand. So. And do you, um, like, I feel like with the breast cancer and it's not even in comparison, but I feel like there was a before like BC before breast cancer and there's an after breast cancer of who I am and how I feel and think, do you feel that like it, it was the same for you? Oh yes. Completely. Completely. I, I think about who I was then, how dumb I was then relative to the, you know what I mean though? Like the things I didn't know Uh, that I know now in terms of not, not like book stuff, relationships and, um, really, I was thinking about, um, when we talked about some of the questions for like parents now, and I was thinking, gosh, if there was one thing I could tell people, it's like, there's a quote about comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I think that that's, if there was any line that I could give any parent to like tattoo on their forehead, it would be that measure. And I feel like measurement, like measuring your, your kids against a, you know, a medical standard for milestones. That's, that's important, but comparing will steal all of the joy because you're going to spend so much time worrying. And if, and if I've learned anything, it's that you can have two kids in the same environment and they're not going to, they're not going to, you can't compare those two. It's not the same. They're not the same individual. So and they are individuals. Yes. Yes. So that was something I, and, and I think epilepsy taught me that, right. Because I, like I said, I have a 14 year old who is, is less mature than my seven-year-old now, you know, I got to watch the progression of my son pass her in skill sets and maturity levels, having friends. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like there are moments when I have like, total meltdown, like cry fests about what's lost, Mm -hmm. but that would steal the joy. If you thought about that every day about how your kid isn't like doing what other kids are doing, like that, that then you'd lose the magic of childhood. Yeah. Oh, that's so good, Tiffany. So good. That's all I know. You know, with you saying that, it reminded me of a time where Belle was really struggling at school and we went to conferences and I felt the need to say, I'm sorry to the teacher that she was doing all this extra work for Belle at the time. And this is when she had epilepsy. And I'm like, I am so sorry. It was the medication she was on that made her just be a lot. It's slower. Yes. Slower everything. And the teacher, I mean, instantly is like, no, this is how God made her. And I was like, whew, that, that, that relief, the letting go of the comparison more than likely, you know, that you have to do this for my child, but you're not doing it for anybody else as you have this room full of kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was and I keep thinking that too, every once in a while of, okay, yep. Nope. They're not doing this or they're not meeting expectations at school or anyway. So yeah. I'm so glad you said that. That That's really good. Yeah. I really feel, I mean, I, I have a kid that will never measure up, right? Like she'll measure up and I'm using like finger air quotes, but measure up to what? Right. Measure up to what? Like she's taught me so much, even though she can't write a full sentence. 
Mm -hmm. you know, like academia or any of those other things don't matter sometimes. I mean, I think they matter. It's important to, you know, do your best, but yes, if that's where your best is, then your, your strengths are somewhere else. So, right. One of the things I feel with being a parent too, is especially when kids are younger, just the innocence of it all, or like when they see something new or, you know, when it's snowing and as people, as parents, adults were like, oh shit, I need to drive in it. They're not thinking that they're like, it's the beauty. they, they take in the environment differently. And that's just such a good viewpoint to ground you once again. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. Although you you're well past the, the acorn phase. We're in the acorn phase right now. Do you remember the acorn phase? So you're like, Oh, the innocence of childhood. And you're not plunking acorns out of your dryer this morning, finding a pair of pants, like I'm picking them out. And he says to me, Oh, can I have those? <laughs> oh, clean. A whole baggie of them in your room. <laughs> So yes, the innocence and it's so sweet. And we were crying big crocodile tears about the leaf piles being sucked up this week. Oh yeah. But those are my leaves. Like, yes, the innocence, but at the same time, you're like, they're gonna, they're gonna come back next year. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna repeat this process. <laughs> yes. Your dad's not real excited to have you pick up all the leaves every year. So maybe stop. <laughs> being so upset about it in front of him <laughs> soon they're going to be old enough like ours where they can help pick up those leaves so I'm just letting you know that good things are coming oh, did they do that did you just help because oh yeah yeah mm. mm-hmm. yes. yeah mm. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> stay tuned <laughs> right okay so you already kind of gave advice of um to parents if they're struggling right now is there anything else you wanted to add to that find the funny, find the funny, like everything your kids do is funny. Real. I mean, if you really stop and think about it, it's essentially a shit show every day that you front row seat for. <laughs> I mean, they're funny. It, everything is fun. I mean, just it's, it's, I, I find every single part of watching my kids grow up to be truly hilarious. I mean, it, they're everything, every single, like how they fold clothes when I'm trying to help them. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we just be normal and match the socks? Oh no, we gotta make a game out of it. And we should probably lose four more socks in the process. But like, but that's funny, right? Like they make the most mundane tasks like matching socks. A, a funny, ridiculous game of some sort. I'm, maybe it's just my kids, but they're funny. Kids are funny. <laughs> no, I agree. Is that what keeps you going? Absolutely. It's probably the only thing because, I mean, the rest sucks, right? Like no one wants to wash 18 loads of laundry 60 times. And you don't want to find acorns and you're like <laughs> picking them out of your dryer. The teeny tiny ones get stuck in everything. Teeny tiny. Um, I mean, you don't want to do that, but if you stop and think about the fact that your kids are really attached to these acorns, it's funny. 
it's really, it's just. <laughs> it's not funny now sometimes as you're taking them out of the dryer, I'm sure, or laundry. Yeah. Well, part, I mean, it's like funny how I'm, my nephew was an acorn hoarder first. And I, this is my karma for laughing hysterically at my sister. So I full on accept that I'm in my own place of hell for my own actions. <laughs> yes. See, good job. I love it. Way to take accountability. Yep, accountability. Oh, yep. Did that. I have to own this one. So you mentioned, I, I firmly believe it's so true where you have the family for support, you have your village, you have your people. Who has been your biggest supporter during all of this? Hmm. All of this is so encompassing, really. <laughs> Talking 11 years. Um, two people. Well, three. My parents, my family, all of them. I mean, they they were in the hospital like every time. And when I say every time, we were on a rotation, like once a month, we were in there for like five or six days straight. We celebrated my mom's birthday in the hospital. You know what I mean? Like we they showed up in ways that was it, it was, it, it still is very incredible. Um, and then Corey, obvi- I mean, obviously I will say that parenting with a partner and you can be on the same page, not maybe you don't have to be on everything, but if you've got like those nights when it's really hard and I'm sad and mad and I don't need anybody, nothing can be fixed. I just, I just want to be sad about it for a minute. So then tomorrow I'm ready to tackle it again. Like find the, find somebody that can, can support fixing, but also just like holding down the fort while you have to crumble for a minute, find, find a partner that can help you balance that. And That's, Corey, your husband, for those that are yeah. listening. Oh, yep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and we love Corey. <laughs> He's a random stranger. Yeah. This guy, this guy I know. <laughs> and how long have you guys been married? The math is hard. Eight years. <laughs> I know it changes every year. Yeah. Every year. Since 2014. Yes. And so to add to, to build on that. So Corey dove into this um, circus after Kylie's diagnosis and actually kind of in the middle of all the crazy. So I always tell them like, you knew full well what you were getting into. <laughs> like yeah. you dove in head first. The rest of us are just here by default, but yeah, he, he, uh, he joined it and embraced it and yeah, he's pretty awesome. And with him, you have two more beautiful children. True. So stinking adorable. Like we need a Rolo picture just for people to <laughs> love my little Rolo. As background for anyway, like Trish it was convinced that Laurel didn't like her, which if anyone who's had Laurel in their life at all knows, she's kind of a tough, tough one to crack. And then, but yeah. <laughs> She wasn't mad really all the time. I'm like, you don't want him. You want me. <laughs> you were like, no, yeah. I want to like me. I'm like, she does like you. So I want her to really like me. I don't know that she's got that in her. She's kind of. 
she'd come over and she'd talk to Chad. I'm like, fucked for Chad. I went over. <laughs> I want her to like me more. Probably because you were trying so hard. She's like, easy. Oh, it's too easy. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more question for you. Okay. And I think this may be a tough one. So when you think of the future, what do you look forward to? More, Go ahead. Uh, more, more laughing, right? Like I, I want to stay in that moment. Um, I feel like my kids never take good school pictures ever. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, real. So, I mean, when I think about the future, honestly, that's about as far as I can go in my little mom heart, right? Like when my kids graduate and like, okay, I'll do all of these party things. And I'm going to put all these ridiculous pictures that you made me buy over the course of your career in school. <clears throat> I'm going to put them on the garage wall. So everyone's, so we can all relive these moments. Um, I think about that. Um, our future looks different than most people's. I mean, we're going to, we're going to be parents forever. I mean, everyone's a parent forever, but we're going to be a caretaker forever. So, um, but I want to stay in that joy. I want to, I want to stay in that, um, somehow. I don't know how I assume it'll be moment by moment, like everything else, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to keep finding acorns. I hope I don't. Um, if I do, please, I want my straight jacket to have sparkles on it when they roll me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. The only requirement, I just wanted to have sparkles. I just want to, I just want everyone to be like, and she tried. There she goes. We can see her shining <laughs> moment till the end. <laughs> okay. I got to share this with you because um, there was a saying and I almost got it for you. It was on like a hand towel. But it said, um, if I like die choking on a gummy bear, the story is that I died from a bear. Like, don't, don't tell him I was like eating gummy bears. <laughs> I died from a bear. That absolutely. If you could put me on a dish towel, that is me. We're going to change the story slightly. So it sounds a little bit better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Still a bear. Still a bear. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, I love this. Okay. So if people want to contact you to share their story, to ask you questions, what is the best way to do that? Probably email. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. So people can. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. would love to hear from somebody. You, I always, when there's new moms, uh, hitting the epilepsy, uh, world, there's some, you know, support groups and whatnot that we have usually, um, I'm it's like lean in, lean into your crazy and just find, find somebody that can help you at least laugh through some of the hard stuff. And they can certainly help you laugh through hard stuff. I mean, when you got your diagnosis, I think I was sending you all the swear word cancer shirts and socks and accessories I could possibly find. <laughs> I almost still want the shirt. Mine, me like, too. <laughs> fucking fuck cancer, fuck, 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 or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. 
I didn't know if you'd like wear that to a family function. So I was like, well, maybe not. <laughs> I think it'd be worn too much. They're like, not the shirt again. Kids, really. so I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. You didn't ask me for this. I was like, I'm not the friend you put on speakerphone. Like, don't put me in front of a microphone. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, and that's, I guess, a question. Do you think that wearing a shirt that has a bad word is okay to wear in front of children? Because you're not saying the word, but if they can read the word, is that bad? Oh. I don't know. I mean, are you going to church and wearing it? Oh, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when I'm at my house, I'm responsible for my own kids. And if you come into my house (laughs) and you were unprepared, that's on on you. It's (laughs) on you. Yes. (laughs) And also teach your kids some things because the world is not bubble wrapped. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. That's my take on it. I mean, my kids hear us swear. They're not allowed to swear right? because there's a difference between grown-up words and kid words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely swear. What? Oh, I don't know where, I don't know where the line is. I know. And the Maybe line moves as they get older. The Potentially. Line. Like if you're still on my payroll, I feel like I get to control what words come out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm paying for your cell phone bill. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> How long can you be on insurance now until you're 26? It's not looking good, friends. Like <laughs> <laughs> Healthcare. There you go. You want that autonomy? Fork it over yourself. <laughs> Oh, Tiffany, I am just so thankful to have you not only as a friend, but I get you as a neighbor so we can pop in and see each other. Our dogs can speak to each other across the way, even though we're houses away. Our neighbors probably love that, I'm sure. (laughs) I love it too. I have said it would not, I don't know what we would do without you guys up here. I mean, I know what we would say, but then no one would share in those words <laughs> like today you. when we're like can you hear can you hear the chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> or those moments where you're like uh sorry for the yelling our windows are open I'm like I didn't hear anything <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a classic Tiffany like oh springtime windows are open I did tell them more than once before you could hear it <laughs> <laughs> But now if you could help me tell them to brush their teeth, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> There's a great saying that I got from um, Foley, a good friend of mine that said, um, I was, I think I was yelling so loud for the kids to brush the teeth that the neighbors even did or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Two minutes, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, not 30 <laughs> seconds. It's funny how two minutes can go so fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks for so having wonderful. me. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. 
Did you know that you will retain 90% of what you learn when you share it? If there's something you found helpful, tag me so I can personally thank you. And if we aren't already friends on social media, you can find me at Simplify With You on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to virtually meet you. Thanks for listening.